Okay, 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 okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. We are towards the end of September. Hey, I got the right month. So we are finishing up with musicals. So Deepal, um, we were in uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Zach Efron. Is it's Zach Efron month here? Pretty much on, on musical month. <laughs> And so we watch check- High School Musical or something. No complaints yeah. from me. He's in Greatest Showman. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, we checked out the 2007 musical Hairspray. Hey, Hairspray, isn't that the one with John Waters? Yes. But no, we're not watching that one with and Ricky Lake. Lake. Yeah, we're not watching well, the one with Ricky Lake. They were both in this. Yes, they were. But no, we're not watching the one with Ricky Lake. They were, but they weren't the they weren't the focus. Yes. Ricky Lake was not uh, Tracy. Tracy. Correct. But no, uh, if you don't know anything about... What was Ricky Lake in this movie? I'm sorry. Uh, She was one of the judges. Uh, At the very end, she's one of the talent scouts that's there to scout um, Zac Efron's character. And John Waters is the guy that flashed her at the beginning. Yeah, he's the flasher at the start. He's like, look at my wieners. (laughs) She's like, hi, John. Yeah, good old 60 wieners flash. Next door. But uh, if you don't know anything about Hairspray, it's a story of a, of a, of a plump gal, husky chick. I don't know what word. It's a, what, the, the 60s? <laughs> what, yes. What time period is it? The 60s. Early 60s. 60s, yes. They would call her fat. There is a song literally called Welcome to the 60s. Yes. It's the early 60s because it wasn't all hippie groovy yet. It was we would still. call her plus size. Yes. So plus size Tracy Turnblad. She wants to be a dancer on a local television show and she deals with racism, sexism, a lot of isms <laughs> and get some new friends along the way. Uh, it's a really good musical. Fat phobia. Yeah. There are a lot of fat phobic bitches in this movie. And uh, oh, what does her mom have? That phobia? She don't show- Agoraphobia. Yeah, she don't like going outside. Uh, there's a lot of things that they deal with in this, uh, but really good. Music's amazing. Um, yeah, I, I love when musicals deal with racism, but not in like a like a, a what was it, 42 kind of way, Very but true. like a, a happy, silly kind of way. <laughs> yeah, but that brings up some other points because I'll bring that up later. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but no, uh, it's good. The music's amazing. I should I should not like the song at the end where everyone sings and gets in on it. Because I knew somebody had that alarm and I heard it a lot. It was boring, but it's a really good song. Not my favorite song in this musical, but we'll get to that. So uh, we'll get through the, the story. So in 1962, Tracy Turnblatt and her friend, they live in Baltimore. Good morning, Baltimore. <laughs> and so she um, she regularly watches what? The Corny? Corny Collins show. Corny Collins. Corny Collins. Corny Collins. Hey, it's Cyclops. So, uh, and it's it's like what Soul Train for kids? Is that what you would say it was? I mean, I guess There's, there was another show with the like yeah, like American there American was Bandstand show that was first. American, yeah, it was very similar, similar to American Bandstand or the Ed Sullivan Show, but it was just like dancing. It was just yeah, just white kids dancing. It was like the Mickey Mouse. It was, show, it was pretty much it was pretty instead much like skits. it was like TRL. They played the they played the hot top ten. While oh, white dude. kids danced, 
Yep. Yeah. While also hawking fucking yeah, while hawking products. hairspray. Yeah. And the kids 60s, like taught so. me the dances. So <laughs> weird, weird concept. I'm like, huh? I guess in the sixties they were just entertained easily. Got it. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. There was nothing else to do. Yeah. Very odd. So uh, except hate the commies. That. <laughs> So Tracy and her friend Penny, uh, they love the show. And Tracy's actually a really good dancer. She's she knows all the moves and she is crushing on the the lead male dancer. His name's Link, Link Larkin. Link Larkin. It's a lot of alliteration. Is everybody illiterate name in this? Yeah. Not seaweed. Oh. Well, we don't what's his last name? <laughs> seaweed. They Probably. say it at one point. Names. It's seaweed something, yeah. Seaweed Sullivan. Duh. I don't know. I've watched that movie like 800 times. I don't know Seaweed Sullivan. Anderson. I'm thinking of like they say, it, they say it early when she goes to detention and meets him. He's like, I'm Seaweed Johnson. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, some some I mean the motherfucker's name is Seaweed, and yeah. everyone's like, Yeah, that okay. I'm like, no, but <laughs> so on the show, uh Link is the the main dude, and then his kind of girlfriend is on there, Amber. Mm-hmm. And then her mom is the I don't even know. She's like a producer of the show. Mm-hmm. So she's like a step above corny, but kind of maybe. It's really weird how the, the structure of, of who's in charge there. Not really. She's the producer. She's higher up than corny, yeah, but, but, but lower than yeah, the president. But it feels like corny doesn't listen to her at some point. That's it's because it's literally called the, the corny Collins show. Like, why the <laughs> fuck would he listen to her? Yeah. She became producer because she sucked off the executive of the network. Oh, for sure. I, I said it. I mean, she did in her song, she does even straight up just say how she slept with all the judges to win stuff. And so she's just not above that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, on the Corny Collins show, uh, all the other dancers, everybody's white, but they're really nice because one, one uh, day a month, it- they have Negro Day. <laughs> Yay, Negro. I wish every day was Negro Day. Yeah, right? <laughs> and they have uh, Motormouth Maybell. Hey, it's Queen Latifah. She comes on and she brings all the, ah. the kids she knows and they do Looking their dance. Good too. It's really good stuff. One of the dancers on the show, Brenda, she took a leave of absence for nine months. <laughs> and so they have themselves a tryout for a new dancer. And so uh, Tracy, Tracy goes and then she kind of gets shit on. Because she's a big girl. And they asked her a question about yeah, about integration and stuff like that. And she's like, yeah, like, why wouldn't I want that? That's the future. Would you <laughs> swim in an integrated pool? Of course I would. I'm all for integration. It's the new frontier. Yeah. <laughs> also, Seaweed's last name is Stubbs. So, yes, alliteration. The only people so far. Oh, okay, there you go. The okay, my bad. Don't have alliteration. <laughs> are amber because her last name is von tussle because they went with velma von tussle alliteration and then um motor motormouth maybell stubs so like the that's in like lowercase so one yeah, person in but each they family but they, already, but they already gave him an m yeah mm but uh what's his name tracy's dad his name is wilbur wilbur so yeah the dad and wilbur the mom that is yeah, well, it can't go that far. <laughs> Everybody can't have teas. So, um, so she yeah. comes back and she's a little sad, but she had to skip school to do it. And there's multiple songs where uh, Corny Collins show says, fuck school, come dance. So yeah. they give no shits about school <laughs> on that show. Yeah. And so she gets detention for it. 
And so she meets all the Negro Day kids there because they're always in attention, apparently. That's just where they live. Looks cares like. about sleep when you can sleep <laughs> in school. You'll never get to college, but you'll sure look cool. <laughs> God damn. Yep. Direct quote. Yeah, their detention is weird. It was nothing but it was nothing but the black kids. There was no teacher. They were just in there just dancing. Uh, yep. Okay. I, that's not detention, but because the I, white I, teachers I, didn't want to be with the was, black kids. They were racist as fuck. Yeah. They Yeah, but they it was just weird. They're just like, yeah, put put them in that room. <laughs> like, all right. And detention was also in the middle of the day. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like an in-school suspension type of thing. Oh yeah. yeah. Ugh, in-school suspension. That's so depressing. <laughs> Can't yeah, even go home and get punished. Have to sit here. On another subject. Right. So, um, in attention, she meets them and she learns some cool moves from seaweed. And so, uh, let me see. Yeah, Link pops up, and at first, it's funny the way he like acts because there's like you know Negro kids closer. He's he's not like scared of them, but he's just like ooh. And then later on, he 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 loosens up every time he's around them more. But the first time, he's just like like damn, they're just, we're really close oh. to these black people. <laughs> Like, is it safe? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Black people are close by. Huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so later on, uh, they do. Hey man, he, um, didn't, he didn't know them. Yeah. With the uh, dancers from the show, they have like this cool little dance off. And Tracy uses some of the Negro Day kids moves. Not in an evil I'm stealing it way, but. No, he she asked Seaweed's permission. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that was known because I'm um, like, that could easily have been like, I'm say, stealing. Go ahead, girl. I can't do this on this show. Yeah, I'm Elvis. I'm stealing. <laughs> they won't let me do this on this show. You go ahead. Yeah. And she gets Corny's attention. Corny's like, yeah, I want I want that girl. She, she's going to be on the show. And he's like, but she's fat. I'm like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. She's a great dancer. Yeah, she's really good. So Corny, good, good guy. James Marston. <laughs> swoon. And she becomes really popular and she starts fucking with Amber's chances to be uh, Miss Teenage Hairspray because apparently that's the most important thing in Baltimore. Well, to these dumbass girls, kids, yes. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> if you don't give a fuck about school and you're not concerned about college and your only thing that matters to you right now is you dancing on the Corny Collins show, of course, Miss Teenage Hairspray is like number one goal. That's reasonable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Link and Tracy start to get a nice little relationship going because Link don't get no shit. Cute is cute. Cute is cute. So, <laughs> uh, and then the Tracy actually gets her mom to come out because she's agoraphobic. She's a, what is it? I know she does people's laundry, but it's a, it's she's a, a, she's it's a laundress. 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 I, I was like, so laundress. Tracy doesn't get her mom to come out. Mr. Pinky gets her mom to come out. Yeah. I mean, she yeah, helps with the song. Pink. Yeah get her out but then it's really nice and then unfortunately they meet amber and velma and then you know evil white ladies do Velma evil. makes a comment about edna's weight and edna gets all sad again she's like well ah, time to go back inside for a couple more years i'm like no <laughs> but that's how it works so tracy introduces link and penny to seaweed and what do you know oh penny see seaweed and like oh lordy <laughs> And seaweed's like, oh, lordy. And so instant connection. And I, I love that it doesn't matter what color you are. It's just like, man, I've never really seen you before. Like, hey, you're pretty cute. I'm like, yeah. Because later on, that happens too. Everybody's looking at you. Everybody's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it gets wild later. I like you. <laughs> and so they meet up with a lot of the kids, uh, uh, Motormouth Maybell's family, and then little sister Inez. And she's a really good dancer too. Go figure. 
whole family is really good at it. Little Arnez. And so um, they're at a party at Maybell's store. And so Edna pops up because, you know, their kid's not She's at concerned home. where <laughs> Tracy is. <laughs> and uh, she's upset at first, you know, because she says it's funny. She's like, it took so much to get a, tr- a taxi to come down this way. So yeah. they're like, mm, that's kind of dark over there. But yeah. they help Edna out by showing her really nice food. And so Edna's like, oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll just show her the spread at a fucking block party. As it turns out. Yeah, she's like, I'll just sit over here. Y'all just Y'all go ahead and dance. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat this cheese. <laughs> so at the party, Maybell tells everybody that Velma, she's canceled Negro Day. And it's like that's the best day. Why would she do that's that? like the only thing we have to look forward to. And it's like, well, she's a crusty old bitch. And so that's what crusty old bitches do. And so they decide they're gonna do a march for integration so the kids can just be there and it would make the show better. Go figure, but um, so they do a nice little march. Link is like, "Woo, this is a lot. And I don't want it to ruin my chances because talent scouts are coming. Yeah, I, I could go somewhere with this. So I'm just going to I'm going to dip out. Yeah. And Trace is like, wow, you're shitty. <laughs> OK, bye. Yeah, he dips out. And so they. Um, oh, yeah. Around that time, Edna goes back to the, the joke shop and Velma. Because she's all horny. Edna's all horny. Yeah, because she had. <laughs> chicken and, and a nice oh ham. And ham and cheese ham and cheese gets it going and so while that's happening velma oh. the evil mom heads over to the joke shop because she's trying to seduce wilbur to get some dirt or blackmail going but wilbur is just like he's oblivious as fuck it's yeah. christopher walken yeah <laughs> and he's hilarious and fantastic he's like i see what you're doing but i'm just like, gonna I show don't... you some more more toys like I don't care. actually he, he even claims that he doesn't because when edna confronts him about it he's like it took me like five years to know you were flirting with me like i just yeah. i don't pay attention to that yeah and so they finally work it out like wilbur and edna and they have a really nice song i forgot to bring it up so this whole time timeless to me fantastic song yes so the whole time edna tracy's mom is john travolta so the original edna was a drag queen named divine mm-hmm. and so i guess they were like well we got to make the mom just yeah you know. well the character is always played by a woman by a man in drag dressed yeah. in drag and so uh, it was john javolta he's not the best singer he wasn't bad but he's not that good of a singer but I mean, divine is not a great singer either yeah divine has a crazy voice but yeah but she's funnier than him but yeah anyway they get together because it's like you know, he's like, no, I love you. And it's like, oh, that's so cute. So they go out to do the protest. And so Tracy actually sneaks out because the parent, well, Edna's like, no, you shouldn't do that. That's it's not a good idea. Kind of dangerous. It's not safe. You know? Yeah. Protests get kind of wild. And so it, there's a police. Not trying to be anti like integration, just trying to keep her kids safe. She's, yeah. Because yeah. protests, people get hit in the head with shit and they go limp. <laughs> So water hoses uh, and dogs. They definitely would have got hit in the head. Oh yeah, protest, but. hell yeah. So at the that front was of the roadblock, yeah. Uh, Motormouth is is up front, and they're like, no, "Y'all gotta go. Quit That's this." Great fucking song. And Tracy, Tracy's like, "No, hey, we're, we're talking to you." And she hits the cop in the back with her sign, the lightest little tap. And the cop turns, is like, "You just assaulted a police officer." And she's like, "What, what are you talking about? Like, I just touched you with my sign." And all hell breaks loose. <laughs> yeah. How you know that's how it happens in protests. If 
if I was a stupid racist person and somebody like touched me, I would just go limp. I'm like, oh my god, they hit that cop. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, all the news, all the news reports every time they every time they watch the TV, the news report is like, yeah, she bludgeoned him. Like he's a critical. Yeah, it condition. just keeps getting worse. He's in critical <laughs> care at the hospital. What was that? What was that? It's just what's boiling up. Okay, I'm sorry. We heard a weird sound from the kitchen, and I was like, I'm gonna have to get up real quick. No, you're fine. <laughs> I was gonna have to scream. So, uh, <laughs> Tracy runs off from the the, the kind of riot that happens, <laughs> and she runs back home. And so, uh, Penny actually hides her, and they have a fallout shelter. So it's like, well, you can stay here forever. We have a lot of food down there and stuff. Uh, Penny's mom, another racist white person in this movie, uh, reports Tracy to the police and then ties her daughter up for harboring a fugitive. And oh no, she doesn't know about the black kid yet. <laughs> so um, Seaweed and his friends actually find Tracy and Penny and help them out. And then they come up with a plan because they have to find a way into the pageant the next day and they have a really good idea. So Link rolls back up and he realizes like, Hey, I love you. And I was I was an asshole. I'm sorry, being a jerk. And seaweed and penny, they realize that they love each other. And people are like, hey, get ready, because y'all are not the same race. So you gotta go through a lot of shit. So it's like, yeah, you, good to tell them now. Good to also tell them. Now. A great song. There's a lot of good songs in this. Yeah, so love. Oh, such a good song. Yeah. So at the pageant, all the girls and boys, I think it's just the girls because mm-hmm. they're doing the teenage hairspray they all get to dance a little bit and so amber's obviously like the best shot at it because tracy's not there and you find out that velma the mom has been just stuffing extra votes so she's been cheating for her daughter even of course. though she probably would have won anyway yeah you know Tracy I mean? wasn't there yeah but she's cheating for her and so they're like you son of a bitch and so they actually come up with a really stupid smart plan um, they make it look like Tracy's on her way up to the the pageant, and so the cops like rush her. It's Tracy's dad dressed up like his daughter, and so while it's happening, the cops get locked out of the building. They use like some sign as a battering ram. They use a giant can of hairspray. Yeah, and they they battering ram their way back in, and then they drop the giant can. And then they realized Tracy was inside of the can the whole time. So she's just outside of the building, just they waiting. brought her in yeah. the building. <laughs> they brought her into the building. So when that happens, uh, Tracy comes in and they start the song that you can't stop the beat. Yeah. Uh, it's a really long song because a lot of things happen in this. It is a really long. It's like it's the longest song in the yeah. soundtrack. So Tracy sure. and the Negro kids start dancing and the crowd's like, fuck it. This is cool. And so everybody's cool with it, except, you know, the racist people in the room. <laughs> They're upset about it. And so the calls start coming in, the votes, and Tracy's name is going up. And they're like, oh, I didn't know she was going to be there. Well, fuck it. I want Tracy now. <laughs> I want to vote for Tracy. And so everyone dances. And little Inez, she gets up there and she starts dancing. And everybody's like, shit, that little girl can dance really Everybody good. gets their own solos. Like Tracy gets her solo. Link gets his solo. The mom gets her solo. Like everybody gets a solo. Yeah. And everybody they sing about the thing that they realized about themselves. You know, Penny's like, I realized that I like everybody. And I'm, I'm a checkerboard chick. Yeah, and I'm in love with a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> Mom just like dies. And everybody yeah. learns something, which is really good. And then little Inez, she wins the pageant, even though she wasn't on the name, the board, but fuck it. 
at this point, shit's wild. And then they find out Velma's been cheating, and so she gets fired. So hooray for that. And then all everybody dances, and Tracy and Link they kiss, and everything works out. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Oh, and the Corny Collins show. It's gonna be did you uh officially integrated? As I say, huh? Corny, Corny made the announcement. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you make note that Corny announced? Yeah, Corny yeah. Collins show will be fully integrated. Yeah, that, that's good because that show it's gonna be a lot better with Negro Kid. That there. million dollar smile, right? Oh, that's such a good smile. So let's do this, Katie. Who was your favorite? Who were a nun to the stack in hairspray? Tracy Turnblad. I love her so much. She's so happy and positive even when shit was hella bad like when link just like up and left her she was like well i'm still gonna go march because that's the right fucking thing to do so bye and she was just awesome she's a great dancer great singer nikki blonsky super underrated i love her everything she's ever done like fantastic hey katie what's she up to now nothing shame so she she quit acting um a few years ago uh i don't remember why she quit but she stopped acting and now she's just living her normal life oh okay i thought like nobody would hire her or something like, that's a shame because she she, no, she did a, she did a handful of things but then she just realized it wasn't really like what she wanted to do with her life she does do cameos though you can purchase a cameo of her singing to you and she'll sing any of the hairspray songs like with she'll put in whatever words you need I'll get her yeah. call Steve a bitch boy. Don't you spend money on that, man. Cameo, I don't like cameos. <laughs> right. Steve's like, just give me the money and call me a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I was like, just give me the fucking whatever money it is. I'll take that and I'll be happier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daniel. Um, my favorite character is Corny Collins. It's my dude. Oh, James Marston. Yes, Mr. James Marston, Cyclops. Or whatever, whatever chick show he's on. He's on chick shows, I'm sure. Yeah, all of them. (laughs) Um, but no, in this, in this dresses, he's in Sonic the Hedgehog. He's in a lot. Yeah, he's in that movie with Chris Rock and yeah, Death at a Funeral. Yeah, Death at a Funeral. (laughs) Um, but no, in this movie, I like him a lot because he shared the same vision that Tracy had. He saw that hey, shit's changing. We need to change if we're gonna stay alive. Which, let me hawk this hairspray. Yeah, yeah. I'll hawk your hairspray, but just let me, let me, let me, uh, let me fully integrate. Which, of course, was met with resistance, and he did it. He did it his way. He's like, okay, we're fine. We'll go. We'll go about this this way and this way and this way. Yeah, and that, that smile, that million dollar smile, that you could probably get a nun to sleep with him. Uh, Steve. Uh, I'm actually gonna go with Wilbur. I like, I mean, I just, I like that actor and I can't remember his name right now. Jesus Christ. It's Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken. Thank you. And I was like, yeah, I like, and it just disappeared <laughs> out, of my, out of my brain. Yeah, I love Walken. I love Christopher Walken. And then, you know, like there was that one song, that one music video from a long time ago. Oh, with the, the Moby like, oh, song. Right. Yeah. I was like, he can dance. And uh, I, he was just very supportive of his daughter and his family. He didn't even like bat an eye at that blonde whore trying to seduce him. He's like, no, nah, I like, it's like, I'm in love with my wife 
and and I'm going to support my daughter 100%. Usually movies, especially integration movies, like the dad is not the one that is uh, super supportive of the family when it yeah. comes to their to their dreams. So it was nice to see that. Like, yeah, good for you. You love your family more than you like any other people. So good for you. So I just I just liked Wilbur in that one. I really liked how shot. he was like behind the scenes um, about his anti-racist views because he like let everybody out he paid yeah, he everyone's went, he bail went, yeah, i was like that's like, dope he was like yeah 20 people's bail is a lot of money it's like we gonna be here for a while but <laughs> but yeah even when uh tracy's mom was like no nah, you can't go to that show it's bad he was like i'll go talk to her and he was like you, you got to do what you want to do it's like if you if it's something you believe in you just gotta go do it i was like see i like i like characters that are like that like not nah, yeah. right. be be supportive and loving and a good a good father so good on him because they don't show that doesn't show up in a lot of movies they're usually right. asshole like don't you date that that black boy like nah he was just like all right you do okay. you baby yeah you yep. do you baby <laughs> yeah yeah life's harder already i'm not gonna yeah. try to make it harder <laughs> so uh yeah otis uh i'm going corny collins every time i watch this it kind of changes what my favorite is but corny collins is fucking cool because it's it's funny he's like nah uh uh, Tracy's gonna be on the show. It's like that's stupid. You, you you know you can get fired. He's like you're gonna fire me for the Corny Collins show. I'm like bro, come on. <laughs> yeah, he I was like, not intimidated by them at all. He's like whatever. Yeah, I'm not scared. And it, it, I like that he had an eye that like, no, if we integrate these kids, everything will be a lot cooler. Like that's this is the future, man. Like we're not gonna stay segregated. Like like everybody's yeah, gonna mix at some point. The schools are already integrated, so it's yeah, like, it's just a matter of time before this shit happens so like let's get know, ahead of it i know certain movies will tell you that dancing is the devil like what uh footloose and stuff loose yeah so i guess that's why they're like no nah, well, i don't want my white beautiful daughter dancing with a black just hoodlum so i guess that's what they were going for no, it's not even just dancing it's they, they basically like don't interact with them yeah you need to be separate all the time dancing in sex actually it does yeah so <laughs> So, Katie, who was your least favorite character? <clears throat> Specifically in this version of the show, I really dislike Penny Pingleton. Oh, love me some Penny. Now, her, it's not so much her character that I dislike, but the casting of Amanda Bynes. And I like Amanda Bynes, and I think she's really funny. But I don't think she is a, she's not a singer at all. And it's painfully obvious that she's not a singer in this, in these songs, in the couple of songs that she actually has like a solo part and has to sing. She's like really uncomfortable and it's just awkward. And they could have picked anybody, any other actress who could sing like, I don't know. It was a weird choice for me. Like everybody else in the cast is an accomplished like singer or at least like Christopher Walken's not an accomplished singer, but he's a good dancer and he's funny, which is what the dad is supposed to be. Penny Pingleton is meant to be funny. Yes, but she's also meant to be able to sing and Amanda Bynes can't sing. So that was my least favorite character. Daniel. That outfit though. That outfit at the end though. Yup, yup. Uh, my least favorite character is racist Baltimore. 
Absolutely. I mean, and they, they did a pretty good job depicting it in this movie about like, hey, you're a business owner. You have to be you have to be for segregation. Like if you if you're and if you're anti if you're if you're pro integration, you're probably going to lose your business, which is why I'm pretty sure Mr. Turnblatt was real low key about bailing everybody out of jail, because if people found out that he was pro-integration they probably would have like shut his shop down or some shit or boycotted or whatever yeah and then um when they had the dance um in the gym or whatever they separated it by a fucking rope are you kidding me like get out of here with that shit and um the station producer you know threatening uh queen latifah's character with if you even try to have more than one day you're gone you're out that's not that's not that's unheard of blah blah, blah. you yeah. call me bitch or something i don't know whatever but you know just <laughs> that guy looked really like pro mccarthyism yeah pro mccarthyism thank you but yeah just just raises baltimore dude like just fuck off with that shit um steve uh, my least favorite was Velma. Uh, you know, she was a liar. She was a whore. She was a cheater. She was a racist. She hated everybody. Uh, yeah, she slept her way to the top, and then he was like, "My daughter's gonna do the same thing." Like, Ugh, that's that's a bad example. And then when her daughter at the end was like, "Maybe I don't want to be a racist," she was like, "You stop that right now. You gonna be a racist?" Right. She started looking. At, she started looking at the all the kids dancing, and she was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Nope, nah." I see, I see the seeds. You're going to be a bigot forever. Come here. Yeah, she made eyes at that black kid. They like looked each other up and down. And yep. was like, excuse me, no. Yeah, like, nah, my, my daughter's going to stay a bigot. So yeah, just fuck Velma. Yeah, Amber, Amber get her yams clapped up too. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was, I mean, and then yeah, she tried to seduce Wilbur. Like, ugh, hussy. Yeah. hussy. Dare you. What a great word. Hussy. I love it. I just, yeah, just, I mean, she was, you know, she was meant to be the bad guy and she was good at it. She was terrible. She was a terrible person. Everything. She hated everybody. Everything. Like, you look at her now, like, mm, you get, you get beat up in the street. Some speaking like that. She was, or you become president. Either one. Oh, but, <laughs> but either way, yeah, I just, I just, I didn't like her. I thought she was she Karen, so. Karen before Karen. Least favorite. Correct. Uh, <laughs> Otis. Yeah, Steve said all the words I was going to say about Velma. Uh, Like you said, if you know me, I enjoy a good villain, but she's not a good villain. She's just racist. And they use just her being racist is like, I'm evil. She wasn't good. And she got a comeuppance. Not enough comeuppance, I think, but she got something. So agreed. She got fired, but she'll find a new job because she's really good getting jobs, probably. So well, so happens when you blow your bosses. Yeah. Somebody's gonna get their wing in touch, so she'll get a new job. Probably. <laughs> so let's do seven word synopsis. Only have one. Kids out here ending racism with dance. Katie. Dancing, singing teens make Baltimore television integrated. Hey. Nice. Steve. Uh, I only got one. That girl would have got a lot of folks shot. (laughs) 
I was upset. When she hit that cop, they were way too calm about not immediately just beating everybody in that crowd. Well, Steve, like, that's because there wasn't a 17-year-old wiener kid with an assault rifle. Nah, man. It's, <laughs> it was the 60s. If black people like looked at you wrong, the cops would just start beating everybody in the crowd. Yeah, you're right. So that was that was the issue. Like when I said earlier, yeah, that was like that was that was the issue I had. I was like, man, she did a lot of stuff that would have got like everybody in that crowd beaten, arrested, like badly. I understand you're not going to go for that in this movie because it's not supposed to be that kind of movie. But I was just like, ooh, that's even why Queen Latifah looked at it like, hey, no, don't, no, you don't understand what's about to happen. So I was like I said, that little girl would have got a lot of folks shot or hosed dogs yeah all of it uh who hasn't gone daniel yeah i have two woke white girl shocks racist baltimore awake <laughs> and, and my last one penny tasted brown sugar and liked it <laughs> and she liked it <laughs> okay this film came out july 20th 2007 what do you guys think the budget oh. for hair spray oh damn we're not doing favorite song. Yeah, I was gonna say, are we not doing favorite song? Hey, thank you, fellas. Let's do favorite songs. Katie, what's your favorite song from the movie? I'll let everybody else go first because I have a lot of opinions. Steve, what's your favorite song from the movie? <laughs> Jesus, my, my favorite song is actually gonna be—I don't know the name of it. I'm just gonna go with Baltimore Crabs. Uh, Belma song. <laughs> oh, Miss Baltimore the Crabs of Miss Baltimore Crabs. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it just—I don't know. I like the—I don't the know tango. What yeah, it was like the the beat, the rhythm of that song. I really like that style, and just singing a song about being evil and kind of hoary. I was like, yeah, all right, that's a good song. Just to be Miss Baltimore Crabs, yeah, yo. baby, Baltimore Crabs. Yeah. Song, good villain song. So I like that. I like that. Song. It is a good villain song, and I'm thinking about. It. I'm like, damn, that really was a good villain song. And usually, I like the villain songs because they usually have. I don't just the style that villains usually get to sing in. It's usually more. I don't want to say sultry, but it's, it's I don't know. The, it's slower. Yeah. It's slower, and it's usually a little more sexualized, and yeah. it, just, it works. Sensual. Yeah, but yeah, I was like even I was like I always think of like Scar. Even Scar's song was really kind of sexual. I was like, why are you so? Sexual in the song it makes no sense, but villains always get villains always. Why get am I aroused by a lion? Good, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell is happening? <laughs> <laughs> but I usually like the, uh, yeah, so I usually go for villain songs in these movies. Um, and then just oh yeah, I mean special shout out any song Queen Latifah sings, but that's just because I still have a huge crush on Queen Latifah. Always have. Yep. Like that. That giant lady could just. Could just break me in half, and I'd be like, "Yes, ma'am." Latifah's <laughs> very pretty. One hundred percent. Even even in, even in uh, what was that movie we watched off. with her? Where she was, yeah. Even set, in set it, it off, off I'd be like, "Yeah, take them braids, just <laughs> snap me over your knee. I'm good to go." <laughs> I've always had a crush on Queen Latifah, and she can sing so yes. goddamn well. I love her voice. Yeah. So really good voice. Uh, yeah. So Daniel. Um. I have two, but I don't know if it'll be the Otis's. You're fine. Either one of them. Okay. Uh, first one is uh, Nice Kids in Town. My boy Corny. Yeah, that's a good song. Um, nice white kids who'd like to lead the way. Yeah, the, <laughs> lyrics, the lyrics. We have our little, Negro the, Day. Negro yeah, Day. The lyrics were a little racist. 
Um, I Katie, you you probably know. Did did James Marston really sing that? Was that yes, him? Yes, he did. Okay, thank God, because that probably would have shit on my heart a little bit more. <laughs> yep. Um, and then my, he sang yeah. and did those dance moves. Ooh, he was cutting it. He was cutting a rug. Fire. Bro, I'm you. The rug. That, like, right. that hip where he like picks up one leg and like whips right. his leg out and then switches feet. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. Telling you. I even bought back that. I even bought that expression for that. He was cutting a, a rug. Cutting a rug, huh? And then <laughs> uh Lady's Choice. Oh, uh, Lady's Choice. That is a song, good song too. Which one? It's a Which good one song. Lady's Choice. Uh, it's the one that Link sings at the school dance oh. or whatever. Yep, 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 yep. It's the lady's choice. I, I don't. Was that Efron? I don't. It didn't sound like it him. was Zach Efron. It's where he's talking about being a hoe, no basically. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. little girl, hey. spending spree. Don't come cheap, but the kisses come free. Yeah. Hey, Link. Link was the last great crooner. Zach Efron could get it, so I, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you just—I mean, now that I know that that was Zac Efron, good vocals. Yep. Solid vocals. That's why he's done several musicals. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. he has a good voice. Well, like Katie, like Katie made mention in uh, High School Musical, they didn't let him sing. Oh, I did the not first know one. that. Yeah, I've also never, one. I've also never seen any of those movies, yeah, so I don't, I don't care. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> well, but yeah, no, in good the job. Second good one job, and Zach. The third one and Hairspray and Greatest Showman. So. Yeah, and like I said, I'm a- and Katie was just like goosh. <laughs> yep, see the face. He also plays the piano in uh, the lucky one, so that's fun. <laughs> but yeah, and like I said before, I'm Afron Homer. Dude, dude's pretty cool. Um, yeah, man, I I didn't. I was one of those like, uh, High School Musical. Why would I ever? This dude is is a joke. And then I've watched a lot of his movies. Most of his movies make me laugh. Because they're comedies, and I was like, "Yeah, you're all right." Yeah, he's a funny dude. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, he he you know he does good in that song, uh, Otis. So usually with musicals, I always have a a soft spot in my heart for that good, like the first song. So "Good Morning Baltimore" is a really really good song. That always makes me smile when I hear it. Just like with like "Little Shop of Horrors," just like "Downtown's" a really good song, or like "Little Shop of Horrors" blends into "Downtown." Uh, but yeah, but uh, it lays the foundation of Tracy being just a dreamer who like yeah, so happy yeah. And then and honestly, then Baltimore yeah. is also a shithole with yes. flashers and flashing <laughs> and, and you can get a ride from a garbage truck, which is a really nice thing actually. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> and they're drunk on his barroom stool. Yeah, it was and like rats dancing around her feet. It was like nine o'clock, and that dude was at the bar drinking. He's like, hey, fuck it. <laughs> yep, but. Yeah, so the beginning be song, be and then honestly, the last like twenty minutes of the musical, like can't when it, stop the beat. Well, can't stop the beat, and then the without love, because that's like well, a little time goes in between. But honestly, oh, oh, so there's there's three songs that happen there. So there's without love, and then um, oh, corny hairspray. Yeah, they sing a song. The yeah. song hairspray, um, and then um, can't stop the beat. Yeah, honestly, the and the, then another one after that. Oh, well, that's like the credits ones. But honestly, towards the end of the, the musical, all those songs are really good. You Can't Stop the Beat is like fucking an hour long. Everyone gets to sing a verse. It's just like, God damn. It's, it's longer in the movie forever. than it is on the soundtrack, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, they also they also do the whole 
drop the song and while stuff is happening, but they're still yeah. dancing and not quite yeah, singing like, loud enough for you to hear. So yeah, they're quietly vamping while until yeah. people turn yeah. back to the, <laughs> the crowd. They're like, okay, he's about to turn, he's about to turn, he's about to turn. Yeah, go back to A, go back to A. You can't say like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Katie. Um, so my two favorite songs from this musical are You Can't Stop the Beat from the end because it really ties up all the loose ends and gives every main character an opportunity to showcase their skill set. Tracy gets a chance to sing and dance. Link gets a chance to sing and dance. Little Inez gets a chance to dance. Uh, Motormouth Maybell gets a chance to sing. Her mom gets a chance to sing. Penny and Seaweed get a chance to sing and dance together and kiss on TV. Like, breaking you know all the racist white folks yeah, heads, like, like brains the law yeah breaking <laughs> the law they would um, they would have been arrested yeah and it's just a really good like it's upbeat it's happy you get to see amber and velma both get their comeuppance in that that part of the show and all you get to see all the rest of the characters all the background characters like all the white kids from the corny collins show and all the kids who dance on Negro Day like come together and do this huge, beautiful dance scene done by done choreographed by director and choreographer Adam Shankman from So You Think You Can Dance. That guy's dope and he did great. And then my other favorite song is I Know Where I've Been by Queen Latifah. That song yep. gets like is so fucking powerful. When it comes on in my car, because I have it on a bunch of different playlists a bunch of musical playlists when that song comes on in my car i just like start to cry like i sing along with it but i start to cry like thinking about what she's talking about and how sad it is and just the shit that we are still fucking dealing with you know this is meant to be six 1962 we're almost 50 years at this point removed from it or 60 years, 60 sorry, old. 60 years yeah. removed from it. And this shit is still happening and relevant. And it's just like, it breaks my heart. And it's such a good song. And Queen Latifah knocks it out of the fucking park. And her voice is so powerful. And if you know anything about Queen Latifah's like early days in rap, you wouldn't think that she can sing like yeah. felt like she can yeah but dear god her in this and her in chicago she is so <laughs> fucking good yeah i want to say before she so got good. into rap she was she was in choir yeah oh for sure i'm sure she her, was her in anything is fucking amazing yeah mm-hmm. i love, I love Queen Latifah. she's so fucking great shout out queen latifah Right, get it. Yeah, please. <laughs> you want to? I don't care. We can if you want. Let's do the favorite. Okay. So, uh, this movie came out July twentieth, two thousand and seven. What do you guys think the budget for Hairspray was, Katie? One hundred million dollars. Hundred million, Steve. What year was this movie? 2007. 2007. Okay. Uh, 32 million. 32. E-Pow. Let's go 55 million. 55. 55. 
So the budget for hairspray was 75. You know, come on down. So what do you guys think the box office for hairspray was? Katie. 200 million. 200. Steve. 120. 120. Deep Uh, Go with 115 million. 115. Uh, Katie was in the right ballpark. This movie made $203 million. Very, oh, wow. Very catchy. Uh, yeah, good. I, 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 I was giving it low numbers because I, yeah. I don't, yeah, I was like, I, since I haven't been on this month, I was like, I don't know how musicals usually do. So I'm like, I don't know. Every guy I know is like, musicals are musicals suck. I'm like, they don't, though. They're actually really good. Give them a yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. So I don't know how they do in the theater. Musicals? Not all of them. There's some terrible ones. But. Musicals typically cost a lot of money to make. The production value is usually very, our production cost is usually very high compared to a normal movie. Um, but they nearly always make over double whatever the budget was. That's good. Good. Yeah. Well, I mean that they keep pumping them out, so that makes sense. Well, all the all the costuming, because there's just an insane amount of costume changes usually, yeah. and set design. There's a lot of different set pieces that go into it. As I say, and- most goals are period pieces, and you got to get the the timeline just right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of locations. It's not like you can't yeah. just have one spot. It's at least five different places where someone's well, going to be like singing a song. The producers, I think, cost like $100 million to make, too. And like insane. Yeah. And that was like what, New York, right? So they yeah. probably had to block off stuff. So that costs yeah. money. So yeah. No, I get it. Uh, this movie's this good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really it's fucking catchy. good. Oh, I love this movie so it's much. It's a good movie. Music's very infectious. It's funny. Yep. There, there's funny moments in it. And there's yeah. Ow. Give it a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. So, uh, if you have any other questions about hairspray, you can tweet us up. Alan Tempod. We have an email. It is Alan Tempresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Alan Tempresents. Why'd you make that face? Look at how she is sitting right now. She's sitting like a people. She was sitting normal. She was sitting normal cat. And then when I made that, She's showing y'all the butthole. Went, no, she put a leg out. And it's like awkward how she's sitting. Oh no, she's looking at us. She's like, what? Her leg was all the way flat like a people, and it was weird. <laughs> like she was sitting on her butt. Mm-hmm. Oh, she gone. She ain't like that. We were talking about her. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, fuck. Oh, no. they know. Yeah, they know. Yeah, I don't like that. Wait, was it like that meme with the drunk cat with the cat with his eyes closed? Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that cat was fucked up. <laughs> oh, that cat was blown out. <laughs> <laughs> so um that is the last one with the boys that we're doing musical wise uh katie and i we're gonna uh dip into hamilton and we're gonna make this work because we have five billion people that want something to say about it so we're gonna do this it's, it's gonna be cool it's gonna be a whole lot of cuts to future otis's out there like hey uh shooting it over to you future otis like thanks past otis <laughs> So, but yeah, that's going to be the last one. And then we're going to get into scary movies. We're so close to October. I taste it. doing that one. Huh? I said, when are you doing the, the Hamilton one? The Hamilton, what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to find if, 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 you know, if people have watched it, I'll just, we'll just do the, 
who's your favorite character and just do it like that and then i'm gonna splice it in big story yeah. God damn you got to have 45 people, people on the zoom call <laughs> it's the biggest musical ever daniel and guess who still ain't seen it? Hey man, I, I went outside and smoked when they tried to force you to watch it. I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> he runs off. He's like, <laughs> No, nah, I went outside. They're like, we're watching Hamilton. I was like, man, we're at the draft. I'm not trying to watch this musical. I want to get drunk. So I went outside and drank and smoked. <laughs> they doubted about me going to sleep instantly. I fucking fell asleep instantly. Oh, I went to sleep on The Hobbit. Steve turned it on. He's like, Hobbit, man. I was like, oh, turn up. And I was like, <laughs> Five minutes in, I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> Woke up in the credits. And I didn't even wake me up. <laughs> yeah. Oh hell no! I was like, I I don't give a shit what you do. I'm there to watch the movie. It, like, you fell asleep during uh, what was that boring movie called? Prestige. Oh yeah, bro. I knew the ending. Oh, I was God. like, I absolutely need to stay awful. awake. <laughs> as soon as you, <laughs> you're like, all right, you just cocked out. I was like, whatever. I'll watch this movie. I was like, this movie's kind of boring. Uh, I see why he's asleep right now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you also fell asleep in the middle of uh, not angels and demons. What the hell? Da Vinci was it called Da Vinci Code. Code. <laughs> you, you passed out. Yeah, you passed out that one. I was watching that movie. I was like, this movie is kind of entertaining. I like this. <laughs> Greg was like, yeah, let's do it. And he was asleep too. I was like, fuck, I'm going to sleep. He wanted to go. It was like the ten thirty showing on like a Thursday. I was like, what are you doing, man? Everyone's tired. We just got back from someplace too. Like, yeah. it's way too. Yeah, long. Da Vinci Code. Come on, let's do it. I was like, I guess, man. <laughs> I, stayed up. I stayed up. I I watched that movie. I enjoyed it. Like I said, I don't give a shit. If you fall asleep, that's on you. Like, not my problem. I, I spent so much money and fell I'll asleep. I'll let you know. Like, hey. <laughs> yep. I'll wake up like, hey, man, it's time to go. Yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> I eat your popcorn. Let's go. <laughs> like, oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, I ate the milk. Your icy melted. Yep. <laughs> All right, this is in my lap. Does. I, I ate that box. <laughs> bro if, if you had an icy and fell asleep i'd be like mm, you got an icy. right yes it's my ice <laughs> and what happened to my icy i don't know man the homeless homeless man came and just took it he's like this is my icy and i screamed i think you i think you dropped it he didn't wake up and then i was like hey hey oh just watch out and you, you were yeah. like fuck it and so i was like well, <laughs> Yeah, you were having a nightmare and you threw it you said grenade and threw it yeah oh bro if i chunked the icy in a theater jesus christ <laughs> But uh, so we are um, honestly one more musical way, and then we're gonna do some scary movies. Uh, we've been talking with the guys. I think we got pretty good collection. There's some really nice ones coming out like a week in to Halloween, uh, October. So we're gonna watch them. There's a there's a Muppets one I'm very excited about. Looks awesome. Woo! Muppet. And then uh, I know I'm gonna watch Ernest Scared Stupid. It's, it's classic. So um, there's you got tons my, you got of scary my copy of Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Every time, but my Ernest can't in there. <laughs> so uh, I'm very excited. So uh, stick with us. Uh, we're gonna do a whole lot of episodes soon. So thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back very soon with another episode. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Bye. bye.